0: And all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi folks, old man Grognard here. I hope you're having a good Sunday and I hope you're doing well. Well, you know, I was thinking of something called, have you ever heard of a, you probably have but you ever heard of the phrase Pyrrhic victory? I know what it is. I looked it up and according to dictionary.com, a Pyrrhic victory noun is a victory or goal achieved at too great a cost. And what that means is, if you haven't figured that out, where the victory is nothing compared to what you gave up for for getting that victory. It's part of the classic uh, selling your soul, you know, things like that. But it's more of a realistic thing rather than a a demonic thing. It's the classic. Well, yes, we've won the day, but we lost like in battle. We won the day, but we lost like three quarters of our our army type of thing. And how that applies to role playing. There can be Pyrrhic victories. Me, I consider Pyrrhic victories things like, oh, I had, we had one once where it was almost a total TPK, but one person got away. That's a Pyrrhic victory. And maybe they got away with, say, the dragon's treasure or part of the dragon's treasure stuff. You know, one person got away, but everybody else got killed, but we got the treasure and we succeeded, but at what cost? That can be very demoralizing and humbling for some player character groups. So I, although they happen, I don't try and cause them to happen, but they do happen. But I prefer more of a bittersweet ending if we're going to go that way. I always prefer a total victory. Of course, I want the PCs to succeed. You know, I want them to you know be feel good about it and all that kind of stuff. But you know, the, the and there, it's almost like it's almost like there's... On one end, there's a total victory. On the other end, it's total defeat. But right next to total defeat is a Pyrrhic victory. And mine is for a bittersweet victory where you had some loss. Maybe people or whatever. But on the whole, you succeeded. Maybe you lost one or two of your... Par- they lost one or two of their party members or something like that, or a close friend or something like that. So at the end, when you do when you when the players do succeed, they can honor their memory. And also succeeding is kind of a revenge thing, getting revenge on the people who've fallen. Now, revenge isn't always a great thing in real life but sure is a great motivator in a story i'll tell you but i just i don't know victories and defeats are such a fine line sometimes because there's 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 certain you're gonna be putting certain moral choices in a game whether you like it or not now i don't think the game master should go out of their way to create these, but sometimes they just sort of pop up spontaneously. I've seen them in adventures where you're supposed to feel bad for the orcs you killed because they had wives and families. No, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to get the wife and kids into this. Some they're pull, they're pulling they're pulling my moral strings, and I don't. You know, As a player, I wouldn't appreciate that, pulling my moral strings like that. But then again, if you're staying true to your character, you can figure that out. You can figure out the best course of action. Sometimes the best course of action... There is no best course of action. This is just the situation, and you have to deal with it the best you can, like in life. But I really don't like giving my players moral choices, because I feel that's not what the game's about. It's about heroes and villains, and if you like that kind of thing, you know go for it some some people like the moral ambiguity of it. I mean that's usually the people who don't like alignments. I'm not too crazy about alignments anyway myself, but I think they do have a purpose uh they may be they may be a a necessary evil or something, but they do have a purpose, although I can go with or without them. that's why I like minimal alignment and you know, I like I do the this one of the reasons I like basic D and D, especially R C because you got law, neutrality, and chaos. That's it. As far as moral alignments go, good and evil, it doesn't enter into it because law, chaos, and neutrality they comprise all all of the spectrum. And it's nice where you can have a villain who is lawful. Uh, or a hero who is chaotic because it it's more of an encompassed thing i just feel that that's the way life is maybe that should reflect a little bit even though i'm kind of down on realism i'm more with what's plausible but sometimes i like it and it's also it, it's my innate desire to make the care make the characters work for it work for trying to figure out who's who's the who's the good guys who's the bad guys who can they trust who can they not trust i don't like to go too far into that that's because i hate i really hate dramas that where you can't trust anybody that's why i have some problem with like like hitchcock films I like certain Hitchcock films, but I don't like the ones where it's basically spar-orientated and every time they think they can trust somebody, it turns out they can't. I hate those kind of things. Uh, it's just there is a no-win situation there. It's all it's very nihilistic, and I don't really like that. That's one of the reasons why I never warmed up to Lamentations of the Flame Prince. It may be a really good system, but I, the the background I really can't warm up to. Which is interesting because it's very Solomon Cain-ish, and I like Solomon Cain. From, from my viewpoint, from from the distance here, that's what it looks like because it takes place in that kind of time period, a colonial type time period. That's what it feels like anyway. So, I'm just guessing. Like I said, this is what I've seen. This is what I've seen when I reviewed it. This is what I've seen. And I just don't like that kind of, I like a certain amount of ambiguity, but... Once you trust somebody, I want you to be able to trust them. Now, there are turncoats, there are, you know, there are spies, there are moles. I can deal with that. But once they're exposed, go for it. They're bad guys. Boom. Or they're good guys. Boom. You know, they could be, it could be a reverse mole. It could be a mole in the bad guys camp that turns out to be working for the good guys. So there's that. But anyway, getting back to victories and defeats, it, it is a moral compass thing, I guess. And if it happens, it happens. You can set up like bittersweet endings. Usually, you don't have to because the players will s- supply them themselves. But giving them more tough moral choices, I'm mm-hmm, just really not my thing. But you know, I'm I'm not I'm not a black hat white cat guy. But at the same time, I don't want to go around where, you know, things have. This is why I don't like watching what Becky watches because she watches a lot of cop shows, especially cop shows from England, where I asked her one time, do they ever solve a crime? I see crimes being committed. Do they ever solve it? They're more concerned with how, what these people are going through in their personal lives or the relationships in their professional lives that way than solving the crime. I want them to solve the crime. I'm more of a procedural guy. That's why I walked away from the Stephen Boccio stuff. That's why I walked away from stuff like Elliot LA Law, uh, Law and Order and things like that, especially Special Victims Unit. That started getting under my skin real bad. Because they would do, they would do the oh, this is ripped from the headlines. This is the moral thing that happens all the time. He says, yeah, but I want to see them catch the crook and have, a, not necessarily have him punished because I know all that kind of stuff. But I want to see him catch the crook. One of my favorite, one of my favorite police shows is Dragnet. I've always loved Dragnet. Yes, it's formulaic. Yes, it's a procedural. But I've liked it because they caught the crooks and they only dealt rather minimally into, into. Friday and Gannon's personal lives. So, I like that. I liked. I want to focus on the crime, the crime and punishment thing. So, bittersweet victories can happen. I don't think you should have much control over it. I wouldn't set it up, I'll tell you right now. I just want to see what happens when the players deal with whatever I'm giving them. It may happen. You never know. You're going to run into player characters who have certain quirks about them and this is something you you should be able to you shouldn't throw things like that at them like right off the bat you got to after like a few sessions you get to know what the character's quirks are like and you may you may tailor a story or an adventure to one of the character's quirks weaknesses whatever but it shouldn't be the you know the meat and potatoes of the whole thing Like I said, the player characters, they'll make their own drama. You don't always need to help. So that's my opinion. So I'm going to go start my day. And if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, it's oldmangrognard at gmail.com for emails and for voicemail. Get a hold of me on Anchor. And we are funded. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can join The happy throng that supports me, and I would thank you. And thank you again, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, and Daniel for supporting me. You guys are great. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye bye Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.